Well, we missed him yesterday because he was making his way up the country, but today we've found him. Chris Russell is our Australian correspondent. Uh, Good afternoon, Chris. Yes, g'day. How are you going, Ray? I'm doing very well. And look, I know it was a week ago uh, nearly, but congratulations on your cricket win. Uh, it was awesome, and I think all of Australia is celebrating. The sad thing is there won't be any ticker tape parade because their schedules continuing on with 2020 cricket and then a test series means that they can't get the whole team back to Australia in time to do it. But I think we all had a very sleepy morning on Monday morning <laughs> after what was, was, a, was a great game. I don't think it was as great a game as the game against South Africa, but nonetheless, you'd have to say that catch taken by Head Travis Head out in the field and then of course his innings was unbelievable and uh, how he didn't make the the side of the series or the side of the tournament is a mystery to me. Oh, it's a mystery to me as well. He is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but I see you've been brought back to reality with a bit of a thud with the T20 loss last night, Chris. Yes, well, I guess in a sense, 2020 is a game of chance to compared to, well, certainly compared to Test cricket and to some degree compared to one-day cricket. So, you know, went down to the very last over. Um, over. I think certainly the total that Australia got was uh, defendable, but India just got there. They're a terrific side, and of course, all of the groundkeepers in India are on the team as well. So, uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, it, it's uh, it's all exciting. It's wonderful just to see how popular this uh, one-day series has been here in Australia, um, Ray. Yeah, and you guys will be glad to have cricket going well because what is happening with rugby? I see you've lost one of your sponsors, Cadbury. Uh, ask anyone in Dunedin; we know that they turn on a dime. Well, we've also lost one of our big department stores here, Harvey Norman, um, who have been one of their major sponsors as well. They claim it's just a normal rotation, but I think the departure of Hamish McLennan uh, as the CEO has been something that a lot of these big corporates have lost faith in um, uh, in Rugby Australia. Dan Herbert is now the new chairman, and um, so I will just see how he gets on. But they've got a lot of repairing to do. Uh, and uh, we'll just see whether they're able to bring rugby to some semblance of normality. Of course, they've also uh, taken over the control of super rugby, the idea being that that will leave the states to look after their subbies competitions and shoot shield and the other sort of uh, grade competitions and try and get more grassroots uh, rugby going. But whether there'll be extra funding to help them do that, that's another question in everybody's mind. Indeed. And sorry, Chris, I've done a Jamie McCoy. I've digressed into sport. What's happening with your beef and lamb market at the moment? So it's interesting. We've had a little bit of rain, which makes a massive difference to, of course, both of those markets. And our online lamb indicator, which uh, we talked about last week, the first time we've used it, um, has actually gone up $10 a lamb. So we've gone from $57 a lamb, roughly, to $67 as the average price being paid for a, up to a 25 kilo lamb over the whole of Australia last week. So that's, I think, largely response to a bit of rain that's been falling around the place, people having more confidence to keep their lambs back and grow them out a little bit further rather than having to sell them. Meanwhile, the beef indicator, however, has dropped 
from 267 cents a kilo live weight for a 200 to 400 kilo animal down to 227 cents. So that's been a drop, but that could be more related to the drop in the live exports. I think hardly a ship is leaving Darwin at the moment with live exports. So we're getting more competition from buffalo meat out of India. Um, and uh, I think that generally there's, there's a feeling that uh, those live exports are a little bit uh, strained at the moment. I was talking to Heather Duplessis-Allen on Newstalk ZB last night about the weather in Western Australia. Chris, that is your wheat belt. Uh, and they're getting hailstorms in the middle of harvest. What a nightmare. Well, it is. And um, we're, we're a land of flooding rains. I was giving a talk on Monday about food security. People talk about averages when we talk about our weather. And in Australia, averages are a complete waste of time. Um, we're a land of flooding, droughts and flooding rains. So it's either a feast or a famine. And not only the West Australian wheat belt, but also the Queensland vegetables have been subject to some big uh, gales and storms which have wiped out in one session uh, 50% of, Australia, of Sydney's uh, broccolini supply, for example, or uh, some of their legume supplies. So, you know, we do get that, and uh, certainly there'll still be a good harvest, I'm sure, but a lot of those farmers, having gone to all that trouble, got all that wonderful crop, you know, now faced with uh, nothing to harvest. Chris Russell, our Australian correspondent, appreciate your time as always. Uh, Savour for another few days that uh, one-day World Cup cricket win and, uh, yeah, forget about the T20 for a bit. Absolutely. No worries, Ray. <laughs>